Hello and welcome to the Gateway House podcast. My name is Deepika Vikram Singh. I'm the digital content manager at Gateway House, and I'm joined today by Ambassador Neelam Deo, director at Gateway House. Today we're going to be discussing the ongoing incident in Zimbabwe, uh, what is being reported as an, an alleged coup d'état by the Zimbabwe military, which has resulted in the house arrest of Zimbabwe President Robert Mugabe. Ambassador Deo. The situation in in Zimbabwe is naturally still developing, but I think the most pressing question uh, on everybody's mind is that Robert Mugabe is a president is, that has been in charge for almost forty years. Why is this coup happening now? Well, first of all, of course, precisely because he has been there uh, since the country became independent. Uh, in the meanwhile, demographic changes have taken place in uh, Africa. and there have been some uh, fundamental shifts in terms of the fact that all countries hold elections uh, they're not necessarily very democratic there is often just one party or even if there are two parties the opposition still doesn't have a open and equal uh, possibility but people value uh, the right to vote and uh, people hope for a greater democratization of their systems in the case of uh, zimbabwe other than the fact that this is not the first attempt at uh, uh, a change in the government um, the the proximate cause was the effort by uh, mugabe's much younger wife positioning herself to take over power from uh, from robert mugabe Now Mugabe has certainly lost a great deal of his uh, popularity more because the economy did badly uh, than because of uh, attacks from countries like the United States and the UK uh, because he retained some level of respect and uh, and affection for the role he had played in the independence of uh, Zimbabwe from uh, apartheid uh, rule and at that time 37 years ago apartheid in uh, Rhodesia as it was then called was strongly supported by both the british and uh, and the americans so there is some residual affection in the older generations but of course um, um, africa now has a much younger demography and uh, they uh, really want change because despite the fact that zimbabwe has the possibility to be a breadbasket Um, you know incomes haven't gone up uh, where agriculture has progressed it has been in tobacco with a chinese company but that is not much good uh, to uh, local people i think uh, in a lot of ways that probably explains why uh, the military action has been so restrained and why uh, it it's it seems like you know they they really trying to pr- the army is trying to preserve that they are not uh you know launching a full on coup that the democratic systems are still being maintained uh and it's interesting that you know despite the army having control over uh harare uh and president mugambe under uh house arrest um the he still hasn't resigned is there any reason why the army probably hasn't removed mugambe immediately so um, you know uh, coups have become illegal in africa because the african union has adopted rules whereby it does not recognize a government that has installed itself that has come into power following a coup d'etat 
the Americans, of course, also American legislation uh, requires an aid cutoff immediately on uh, a coup d'etat being uh, perpetrated. Not that there is any American aid uh, in Zimbabwe, but all of the, the the West would certainly speak along those lines, and uh, uh, the biggest investor. Uh, in Zimbabwe for some years now is China. So, in fact, the consequences of uh, Western action may not make much dent on the real uh, situation. But the reason the army is maneuvering and trying to call it at everything except a coup, which is what it in fact is, is because the African Union would then not recognize uh, the legitimacy of the change in power. Therefore, what the is being rumored will happen the the deal that is to be done is that uh, Mugabe would resign and uh, his wife Grace Mugabe would have to leave the country and the vice president who was recently sacked and who is known to be close to the army would then come in uh, after three months he will have to go in for uh, an election uh, here the problem is that Grace Mugabe is quite popular with the youth wing of the ZANU-PF, the party in power. And uh, actually the leader of that wing was also briefly arrested. Uh, there are also some photographs in some of the Zimbabwean uh, media showing that the arrest of the finance minister who was close to uh, Mrs. Mugabe was also not entirely peaceful and there are some shots fired and there are some photographs of that available. Uh, but the army needs, or more than the army, the vice president who was removed, needs that this not be designated a coup d'etat. Mm. And it's, it's, it's interesting the, the, the message that's being portrayed by the army. Uh, they, in a statement, they said that they were acting to remove criminals that were close to the president. And I, it, it definitely could be a, a leap, but hopefully it'll be a step in, uh, that it seems to be a step, uh, just a step away from the kind of anti-corruption uh, drives that we've seen uh, most notably in China, but more recently in uh, Saudi Arabia. Um, so as, a, as your personal opinion, do you think that this effort of removing corruption is now being used as a political tool to remove opponents? Uh, without question. You know, uh, populations everywhere are fed up of corrupt practices and the fact that these practices then uh, deprive the uh, population both health, education, infrastructure, just roads, etc. So without question and whatever is projected as anti-corruption is popular among people. You could also argue that the army, in fact, is removing criminals. So the arrest of the finance minister, uh, not totally non-violent, uh, could be deemed as an effort to uh, to neutralize a criminal uh, who was engaged in uh, in uh, corruption measures. I think that uh, uh, this is likely to be instrumentalized. It is unlikely that the army's actions on behalf of the previous vice president are directly related to and largely related to the corruption that has been ongoing for years and years. But as in Saudi Arabia, it is being suggested that this is one of the actions to consolidate the power of the new uh, crown prince. 
uh, so also in uh, China. Uh, Anti-corruption uh, campaign over the last few years has certainly eliminated many people who were challengers to uh, President Xi and or who could have been potential opponents. Uh, Neelam, finally, just to, uh, to wrap up this podcast, could the removal of Mugabe bring about a new economic and political revival for what was once considered to be Africa's most promising nation? You know, uh, I, I, th- I think there will be a lot of change. The best hope for Zimbabwe would be that it be uh, carried out peacefully without uh, bloodshed on the streets. Uh, out of a population of less than 20 million, some 7 million live in South Africa actually because unemployment in Zimbabwe has been so high. And what uh, the interviews or the questioning of some of the people uh, who had uh, moved to South Africa uh, to work, to look for employment, uh, they would like to come back actually. And if in fact even one million out of them come back, it will be a stimulus uh, to the economy. At the same time, uh, there have been uh, reports in uh, Xinhua the Chinese newspaper that uh, the change of government will make no difference to China's all-weather relationship with Zimbabwe. Uh, What is important is that uh, the South African uh, President uh, Jacob Zuma has also sent mediators to talk to both uh, the army and to to President Mugabe and he has spoken on telephone uh, to Mugabe and Zuma has said that Mugabe has told him that he's fine but he is under house arrest. So some sort of deal is clearly being worked out, mediated by South Africa, by SADC, by the South African Development Cooperation Organization and by the uh, African uh, Union. So uh, it is uh, At this moment, I would say that the probability is that there will be a relatively peaceful transition because we mustn't forget that, you know, Mugabe is 93 years old. How much longer could he have hoped to carry on, which is why all this maneuvering uh, for his wife uh, to succeed him. And we should also keep in mind that many revolutions happen for dynastic reasons. Uh, You'll remember that in uh, Egypt, Whereas the Arab uprisings, of course, had an impact on each other in different countries, uh, the army was very resentful of Mubarak trying to put his son in his own place, trying to have his son become the next ruler. So here as well, uh, the army has been very resentful in Zimbabwe of Mrs. Mugabe trying to take power from her husband. I think that the army, if it is satisfied with the deal that can be worked out and Mrs. Mugabe does leave the country and then uh, and the vice president comes in, uh, the former vice president, um, I think we could have a peaceful uh, transition and that again would be very good because uh, Mr. Mugabe may have been the longest serving president in Africa but there are other long serving leaders and it would be good if it can be shown that a transition can take place. Thank you so much for your thoughts, Ambassador Deo. For uh, more podcasts from Gateway House, please subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud and uh, follow us on social media, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter and Facebook.